This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Uliga Church of Christ in Uliga, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. I'm Lisa Earl, and you are listening to the Diligent Teacher Podcast. During the time that Joshua was leading the children of Israel to take over the Promised Land, he was met with several situations in which he had to rely upon the Lord to help him navigate. In Joshua 9, we find one instance when Joshua forgot that. Let's begin reading in Joshua 9, verse 3. But when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they worked craftily, and went and pretended to be ambassadors. And they took old sacks on their donkeys, old wineskins on their feet, and old garments on themselves, and all the bread of their provision was dry and moldy. And they went to Joshua to the camp at Gilgal, and said to him and to the men of Israel, We have come from a far country, now therefore make a covenant with us. Then the men of Israel said to the Hivites, Perhaps you dwell among us, so how can we make a covenant with you? But they said to Joshua, We are your servants. And Joshua said to them, Who are you, and where do you come from? So they said to him, From a very far country your servants have come, because of the name of the Lord your God, for we have heard of his fame, and all that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites, who were beyond the Jordan, to Sihon king of Heshbon, and to Og king of Bashan, who was at Ashtaroth. Therefore our elders and all the inhabitants of our country spoke to us, saying, Take provisions with you for the journey, and go to meet them, and say to them, We are your servants, now therefore make a covenant with us. This bread of ours we took hot for our provision from our houses on the day we departed to come to you. But now look, it is dry and moldy. And these wineskins, which we filled, were new. And see, they are torn. And these are our garments, and our sandals have become old because of the very long journey. Then the men of Israel took some of their provisions, but they did not ask counsel of the Lord. This account took place shortly after the destruction of Jericho and Ai. Many of the inhabitants of Canaan were planning to go to war with Israel, but Gibeon was not interested in war. Instead, they created an elaborate plan to hoodwink Joshua and Israel. They considered even the smallest detail down to their bread being moldy in order to complete the deception. And at first, Israel was unconvinced. They questioned them about where they came from and who they were. But the Gibeonites' ruse was successful, and Joshua and the Israelites made a covenant with the inhabitants of Gibeon. Verse 14 is the important verse for our consideration today. But they did not ask counsel of the Lord. Joshua was always a great servant of God, but in this one instance, he really dropped the ball. God had told him to be strong and courageous and observe to do all according to all the law which Moses commanded you, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. But the Gibeonites were stealthy. They made Joshua and Israel feel safe. Their story was not only believable, but also plausible. They played to their faith in God by telling them all of the stories they had heard and that that was the reason that they had come. They played to their sympathies by showing them their worn clothing, their torn wineskins, and their moldy bread. Unfortunately, the safety that Joshua and Israel felt when talking with the undercover Gibeonites was their downfall. 
they forgot to consult God on the matter. And the rest of the story is that Joshua and Israel made peace with them, the inhabitants that they were commanded to destroy. They made a covenant with them to let them live. Do you understand how wrong they were to not consult God? This led to their being deceived, to their disobedience, and ultimately to the destruction of Israel because they did not heed the commands of God when they took the land of Canaan. There were years worth of punishments that they had to go through because of this. God knew exactly what would happen if they let the Canaanites live, and what he warned them of is exactly what took place, although it did take many years. And it is exactly like that with sin, isn't it? God has warned us against sin. He tells us time and time again throughout the pages of the Bible how detrimental sin is to our souls. But Satan knows how to manipulate. He knows how to hoodwink, just like the Gibeonites did. He takes sinful things and makes them look like something else. He plays to our emotions. He plays to our sympathies. He plays the game however he wants in order to get us to look away from God. One of the things I think about right now with this very issue is the COVID-19 vaccine and how some of them are made with aborted fetal tissues. It takes something heinous in God's eyes, abortion, and it makes it look okay because it's doing so much good. It is deceiving us into a false security in our decisions of which vaccine to take or whether to take it at all. And I have also recently learned that I'm going to have to be much more diligent in researching children's vaccines before my daughter gets any more because of that same issue. I was unfortunately not aware of this before. Do you see, though, how sin is made to be something it is not in order to get us to participate in it? And what can we do in order to combat it? We need to know and understand the Word of God. That is the biggest thing we can do. Understanding what God tells us and why He tells us is a key role in turning away from the things that might look innocent on the surface. We also have to be diligent to do our research before we participate in things. And this can be vaccinations, like mentioned already, but it can also be school raffles, dances, sports, really anything that we participate in. Whatever it is, we need to understand what God says sin is, and we need to be strong enough to say no when Satan tries to manipulate us into doing things that aren't right. Hoodwinked. Deceived. That is what Joshua and Israel were by the Gibeonites, and that is what we are when Satan makes sin look innocent. We need to be a people that doesn't forget to consult the Lord in all we do, lest we become the ones that are hoodwinked. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And as always, ladies, remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.